Hi there, and welcome to the podcast, Lifting the Veil. I'm your host, Noelle Cellini. In this episode, I'm going to talk about receiving, as there are a lot of veils around receiving and it being unproductive or lazy or something that we only allow ourselves to receive when we have time for it or on a vacation that we allow ourselves to sit back and relax when in actuality, receiving is the first step to maintaining alignment and balance in our lives, but it can be difficult. And that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast, as well as tips to unpack those veils around it. Hello there and welcome. This podcast about receiving and the balance of of resting and doing, and I specifically mentioned resting first before doing, and I'll expand on that in a little bit, actually is originally a post on my blog titled, I Had to Teach Myself How to Receive. So if you're interested in checking that out, be sure to go to my website, which is lifting-the-veil.com, and you'll go to blog and see it under spiritual guidance. But I wanted to make a whole podcast episode about it because this topic is so there's so much going on with this there's so much to talk about it's so so much to unpack with it especially since whenever you're listening to this but recording this in July of 2020 and at this time most quarantines have kind of have kind of uh have evaporated at this point and people are a little more out and about but we've all been in a in a big time of of yin so resting and inward reflection and inward retreating and a little more solitude and this is feminine energy this is the basis and the foundation of receiving of not always the basis of receiving and being able to receive and being comfortable with that and creating a continuous flow of that, not just giving all the time, because that's where resentment can build up if we're giving all the time, is having that alone time, that downtime, that quiet time. I had just shared a post on my Instagram by Jake Woodward, and he wrote that there are several things the ego does not like. And he lists things, it's such as asking for help, Again, quiet time and solitude, inward reflection, um, you know, confronting our emotions. All these are things, listing this, are things that we are not used to living in a world of. We are not used to living in a world at a slower pace. We're not used to living in a world where there's a lot of inward reflection, where there's a lot of emphasis on intuition, where there's a lot of emphasis on solitude and alone time. In fact, we live and are leaving the world where it is a lot of emphasis on the outer experiences and outer things. And and flooding and cluttering the mind in our existence with loud music and and drugs and material things. So that's why I felt that this podcast was a good time to go into because receiving is something that because it's feminine energy and just like feminine energy, it's not really taught or encouraged or promoted. So it can seem awkward and we can feel guilty about receiving and there can be shame around it there can be shame around 
relaxing and doing nothing, not even just reading a book or painting your toenails, literally doing nothing. So that's why I wanted to devote a whole podcast to this. And in the blog post, I start out by saying that, and it's true, my journey to receiving became a very conscious one because I was getting signs from the universe and cards that I would pull over and over again that, hey, you're not open to receiving, Noelle. We want to deliver all this, all this abundance and resource and energy and time and clients to you and money, but you are not open to receiving. And I've shared this before saying that I would say I am open to receiving. I am open to abundance. I am grateful and I accept, you know, thank you and saying thank you in advance. And it was still not showing up because I had major blocks around receiving. Hence why I wrote this as a blog post and now a podcast. And I go into it in the post by saying that when I looked back at receiving and really kind of studied it as a, as a concept and as a topic, I realized that we think of receiving mainly, and mainly myself, I thought of receiving as things like receiving money and receiving clients and opportunities and, and, you know, recognition, whereas receiving can actually be, and it is as simple as receiving a compliment. So when I looked back at my time and my relationship with receiving or my openness to receiving, I realized that I was not open to it and I was constantly pushing it away. When we equate it to when we equate it to that receiving can be as simple as a compliment, so many people would say to me all the time, Oh, I love your earrings, or I love your outfit, or those are great shoes. I would, my normal response would be, oh, thank you. Oh, these are super old. I got these. They were nothing. I got them at Nordstrom's Rack Ray on sale. Or, or thank you. Oh, these, these earrings are, these earrings are just, are just something that I've had forever. Oh, thank you. I love them. They're my favorite, but you know, they're super old. I was always downplaying the compliments I was receiving, whether it was about my talents or what I was wearing or anything about my my looks, my my character, I was always not giving it enough credit versus I share in the blog post that now when people say, I love your smile or those are great shoes or that's a great lipstick color on you, I just say thank you. I don't necessarily launch into this whole thing of, oh, thank you. I got this color here and this and this. I just say, thank you. So this is something else. um, And I, I wanted to mention about receiving is that receiving also, it can be as simple as a compliment. It can be as simple as somebody holding the door open for you, whether it's a stranger or somebody, you know, it can be as simple as receiving extra time to work on a project does not have to be big things, a big monetary sum or a big opportunity or a big client or a big uh, job promotion. So recognize, become aware and recognize where this might be happening in your relationship with receiving, which is feminine energy. And as we know, feminine energy is not something that has been taught, is not something is something that has been repressed, it's been something that is labeled bad. And what I wanted to bring up also about receiving is that receiving also, and I think we can start to equate receiving with 
we'll say we have a husband or a wife or a girlfriend or a boyfriend and they may say they give us a gift. Okay, so we're receiving a gift from them and not something for a birthday, just maybe something out of the blue because they saw it and they thought of you or maybe their love language is 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 gifts, is small gifts. So they give you a gift and the thing about receiving is that it's an energy. It's an equal energy exchange because somewhere along the line, you were giving. Now, it does not have to be with the exact same person. So this can be easier to see if you're not, so to speak, in a, in a marriage or in a relationship, meaning if you're in a marriage or relationship, somebody may give you a gift and somehow we equate that with, okay, well, then I have to give them something in return, give them a gift or, or make dinner for them or whatever it is. Why does it have to be with the same person? When I'm not with somebody currently, so if somebody gives me something, whether it's they buy me lunch or flowers or somebody opens the door for me, I don't then have to then open the door for them in return. I just open the door for people in general. So giving and receiving does not have to be, in fact, most of the time, it does not come back and forth between the same two people. It's not a scorecard that we have to keep with people. So I'm bringing that up because hopefully that can release some of maybe the pressure or the guilt around that, well, this person gave me a gift and I have to give something back. It's great to write a thank you note. I'm a firm believer in thank you notes, but but know that it's just an equal, it's, a, it's an ongoing energy ex- exchange. It is equal, but not necessarily always with the same person. Yes, it is important to know boundaries if you're always giving to somebody and they are not giving back. But I'm giving to people. Somebody made a comment the other day on Instagram. She said, oh, I love how you're always sharing a card pull, an oracle card pull. Or the other day I posted, I have a new numerology book. Send me the first letter of your name and I'll show you, I'll take a screenshot of what it says on that page for your the first letter of your name. And she said, I just love how you're always giving away fun card pulls or tips or recipes. It's not this, well, I'll do this if you do this for me. I have no problem posting and sharing what supplements I'm taking or books I'm reading or a recipe. I don't wait till it goes on my blog because it's just an the universe gives back to me in other ways. Maybe somebody gives me and ends up giving me a, a reading at a discounted rate or somebody invites me along for lunch or dinner and they treat. So it is this giving and receiving does not have to come through the exact same channel. It is just an energy exchange with the universe and the universe can use lots of different people, places and things for the to to mirror back the giving that you've done. So that's why being open to receiving is also a really, really key part and also probably the hardest part about it. Now I've mentioned that receiving can be difficult. It's not something that we 
we do know how to do it, but we have not, we've forgotten how to do it. But one of the main reasons why it's difficult, and I've mentioned this before in a podcast, but it's so, so good and so, so important to bring up again, is that giving, with giving, which is a masculine energy, there is a sense of control. There's a sense of control because with giving, we get to pick the who, the how, the when, and the where something is going to be given, something is going to come through, whether it's a compliment to a gift, to um, a, a, a dinner, whatever it is, a job proposal versus receiving, which is a feminine energy, means that we don't get to pick the who, the where, the when, and the how. In order to receive the foundation of receiving is yes, there is self-esteem and self-worth in there, but the other major part of the foundation of receiving, which we do not have in our society right now, because it's been labeled bad or lazy or wrong, uh, and it's feminine energy, which has been repressed and not taught and um, and harder for us to re-remember and sink into that natural essence of ourselves. But it is harder to, the foundation of receiving is being open and that is very hard for many people. If we think about it, we describe people, a lot of people, or even ourselves as type A, meaning that we, if, if we are type A or people we know are type A or people who like to have control over every aspect, they like to know when it's com coming through, they like to touch every part of the project, they don't like to delegate it, they like, they're perfectionists, they, again, like to make sure that every everything is done and that they are a part of every single part of it and it's usually a lot of pushing and a lot of it's not a lot of letting go it's not a lot of trusting in co-creation of the universe it's not a lot of trusting and that your what you're looking for whether it's finding a designer to help you complete this project or finding the right mortgage broker or whatever it may be is going to come through it's really operating from thinking that you are the only one that can get it done and that it has to be completed now versus receiving needs us to be open because we don't know when and how it's going to come through. Receiving means that we do know it is going to come through. Remember, the pace of, of life is the pace of nature because we are nature. We are not plastic or machines means that it's going to come through a lot later than what we are used to operating at. So receiving can be difficult because it requires us to sit back. It requires us to trust. It requires us to let go. All the things that we usually, we have not been taught, is not celebrated in our society, and is not, we don't have good examples of that, whether it's a person or how to do things, whatever it is. We don't have good examples of that. We just need to be able to re-remember and almost test out these principles again that they, that they do work and do exist. This law of giving and the law of receiving and the foundation of receiving. 
which is being open and trusting and then of course appreciative when it comes through doesn't mean if something if something comes your way that you have to accept it but at least to accept it you need to be open to it so this can be hard not only because we like to know what's coming ahead and we like to plan for it really truthfully if we knew how little we have control over in our day I think we would be very surprised just as we would be very surprised how many angels and guides we have around us we are truly really never alone even though we may feel that at times there's a difference between loneliness and alone loneliness can come from not feeling guided and not being able to we are guided but not being able to um, sense that guidance and what it's telling us and what it's wearing, telling us to go versus uh, loneliness that that's what loneliness is whereas alone is you're just alone with your thoughts but you know that you are guided you know that you are taken care of um, even though you may not know how it unfolds loneliness and and aloneness are two separate things and we are never never we would be again very surprised to find out how much we are not alone and how much we are guided and cared for and supported and loved. And so this is, you know, this is more of where we're going versus the control is again, very analytical and ego and wanting to know exactly how it's going to turn out. And again, it's very thinking with the analytical limited mind versus allowing and receiving in feminine energy and intuition is feeling more means we can't always touch it with our hands or see it with our eyes. It's something we feel. So that means that it comes from the heart versus coming from the brain. And that's what this awakening, that's what this new earth, that's what this age of Aquarius is about. That's why this time is so exciting because we're moving away from the analytical, only what we can see with our hands and touch with our hands and see with our eyes versus moving more into what we can feel before we can really ever see it, but we know and feel it's there. So we need more of that heart energy. We need more of that heart and feeling energy. We definitely don't need more of the the masculine energy. And that's where we're going. We also have to remember that actually the heart has a stronger magnetic pull and field than the brain. Much, much, much stronger. And it is designed that way on purpose. Versus we have been living in a world in a society that only emphasizes and teaches how to operate with the brain and the limited analytical minds versus versus teaching us and helping us re-remember how to operate with the heart, which the language of the heart, how we figure out where it's telling us to go, what it's telling us to do, what it's telling us to let go of, embrace, embrace, move into, who to contact next, what to work on next. The language of it is intuition. And again, the heart and heart is on the left side of the body. Intuition is feminine energy. Feminine energy rules the left side of the body. So there are many reasons. I won't get into it now why this has been suppressed, but that's why feminine energy, one of the many, many, many reasons why feminine energy has been suppressed and labeled as bad and labeled as wrong, because this is very powerful stuff when you start to be able to 
understand the language of your soul, which is intuition, understand how to interpret signs and repeating numbers and songs that get stuck in your head and understand how to listen to your heart and not let other people or society sway you one way or the other or how to under really understand how to manifest. Remember, we are always manifesting. It just is a matter of becoming more conscious of it. We are always, always, always manifesting. That's why if we were so if we knew the power of our thoughts, we would never think another negative thought ever again in our life because we are always putting out orders. Whether we say it to ourselves, say it to others, write it down in a journal, um, that's why it's 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 very the first step in anything is becoming aware of our thoughts. So when we're talking about receiving, it's becoming aware of what receiving looks like and feels like and how it comes through and what the foundation of it is so that receiving can be a, a compliment. It doesn't always have to be a gift or a job offer. So so be gracious with those compliments, um, receiving and giving them. Be gracious when people give to you. That is a form of receiving. And then being conscious of being open. Again, like I said, you can receive something and you don't have to receive it. You can you can say thank you and then pass it on. You could say thank you and not let it absorb into you and affect your thoughts or your feelings. But receiving comes in many forms. It starts as small as a compliment to, to larger things. And receiving requires us to be open. It means we need to let go and trust a little bit more or a lot more in, in many, many cases. And so, and know that, remember, the universal laws apply. We are always being supported. Guidance is always coming through. It just may come through in a different way than what we are expecting. Now, two last points I want to share with you before we wrap up and talk about some ways and tips on how to remember to receive. And one of them is, and I've talked about this in the blog post, that receiving is actually the first step to living a life in harmony and in flow and again alignment with our true self which is love joy health and abundance remember anything outside of that shows that we are out of alignment and what i mean by that is, is perceiving being the first step is that it's actually we get quiet first so that we can receive guidance the next step, how to move forward, an idea, who we should reach out to, what our next blog topic should be, what our next video should be, whatever it is. We get quiet so we can receive the guidance and the ideas and the intuitive nudges first, and then we act. And remember, acting is the masculine energy versus we're living in a world in a society where we never make time for the receiving. All we do is just act act, act, and act some more. We just go, go, go. We either keep doing what we've always done, or we look to others for guidance and say, okay, well, this real estate agent did this, did this and then they did this. So we follow their path because they've been successful, or we follow the path of others or celebrities or our parents or society or pressures from society. We don't ever stop to listen to the guidance. 
And I bring this up because it, it really is the first step versus, again, just falling into a go, 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 go all the time. And this this equates back to if we're always giving, 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 which is masculine energy, which is great, and we never receive, well, then that's where resentment comes in. That's where we can feel like, well, I'm always giving, or I'm so generous, I always do this, but I never receive any help, or I never receive anything in return. Well, because you may not be open to receiving. Remember, it's very easy to give because giving implies a sense of control. Whereas receiving implies that we don't know when and how it's going to come through. We just need to be open. We need to be open with others. We need to be open with the universe. We need to believe that and know and have faith that it's going to come through. But remember, 98, 99% of the time, it's going to come through in a different channel, through a different means, and in a different way than what we're expecting. Still to this day, things happen in my life. I've prayed for help with things, or I've prayed for answers for things or I've prayed for whatever it may be and stuff happens and it still can take me a week or a month or two to be like oh that was that that I prayed for because the universe has so many different channels for it to be delivered to you so that's why I'm sharing that it's we need to retrain ourselves to be open because so many times it is coming through and we don't even know that that's how our how our requests or our prayers are being answered. So this is why it's important to learn to open up because it means it can come through at any moment and at any time. So receiving the guidance is first and then acting. And I mentioned this in the blog post by saying, well, there are some people I know who love to work. It really motivates them and they could just go, 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 go and create on the computer all day. And while that be, they, be natu- they may naturally enjoy a challenge or hard work, actually working too much even if you enjoy it, can take us out of alignment, meaning we can go and create courses and emails and videos and whatever it is. But if we never again stop every once in a while to get quiet, it brings us further out into alignment. And we're just creating things that then aren't going to be as well received or creating things that kind of fall flat or don't get as much traction as other things that we've created. This is why also why it can be hard to receive because it has been labeled as unproductive when in actuality it is the most productive thing you can do and it is the first step it is not the second step we don't just send off a huge list of emails or put together a whole marketing campaign because some we're following what somebody else did only if we get the guidance to do that and we do we we know that it's guidance by getting quiet first by receiving first and then acting acting too much all the time again leads to burnout what is health health is balance so balance between masculine and feminine and it's balance between resting and doing you know action and no action so we need to recognize that 
that receiving is as small as compliments. We need to recognize that receiving is the first step. We need to recognize that receiving means we don't have control over the who, when, where, how it's going to come through, be given to us. We also need to to become aware and lift the veils around receiving being unproductive, around receiving being lazy, about receiving being only when we have time for it, that it's vacation. That is the same thing we have done with spirituality, which is intuition, which is feminine energy. Oh, I'd love to get more into spirituality, but we put it in our society as to the side. We put it as something extra we would like to pursue. When actuality, it is the first thing. Spirituality and meditation and getting quiet and receiving is the first step. Why? Because we are souls with a body, not a body with a soul. And we did not come here just to pay bills and die. So we are leaving the world and some people will still live in that world. will still live in that 3D mentality and not upgrade to 4 and 5D where they will only act and very rarely make time to receive or relax or sit back or receive and will also not only go, go, go all the time, but just discount intuitive nudges and discount intuition. And again, label it and spirituality and intuition as extra and only when we have time for it versus the way it really is supposed to be, which brings us into alignment with our true self, which is love, joy, health, and abundance. And stuff can effortlessly come our way, but only when we are in alignment is when we balance the giving and receiving, when we balance the masculine and feminine, when we balance taking slow time, down time, we don't have to sit on a cushion and meditate. We can, again, just sit and relax. We can read a book even though you have a spreadsheet to finish or some emails to send. If you push your way through something and push yourself to finish those emails or push yourself to finish that spreadsheet, you are actually, you are delaying it by having the feeling and needing the feeling to do it now and the anxiety to get it done now versus letting it rest for a day or two and doing it when you are nudged to do it. Why is that, so to speak, detrimental? Because you are pushing against the flow. It is almost better to wait and be nudged and nudged again to do it than to push forward and to make it happen. It doesn't make it happen any sooner. And in fact, it can it can push things that then later on end up, as we say, oh, biting us in the butt or, or I knew I should have waited or that didn't turn out to be right because we're pushing against it. We're forcing it to happen on our timeline. Remember, we force from a low vibration. We flow from a high vibration and we flow and a high vibe comes from knowing that our needs are going to be met comes from knowing that there's a giving and receiving, comes from knowing it may come through at a little bit slower and later pace than what we are used to. We are getting back to that pace. We are getting back to allowing more feminine energy into our life, but we need to remove the veils around it being unproductive, lazy, bad, or wrong.
Now, to wrap things up, I wanted to share some numbers with you because I know that can help make things more concrete and settle a little bit differently in our conscious mind. And it's helpful to know that 4% of our day is one hour. 4%. That's all it is of our day. So we owe it to ourselves to take that one hour, that 4%, and do with it whatever we want spending in feminine energy, considering that we're most likely going to spend the rest until we totally unlearn and totally unprogram that part of ourselves that we always should be doing and working on something and sending emails and creating stuff. We can spend that at least that one hour doing something in feminine energy, something in receiving, something in relaxing, something in allowing, something in sitting back, which as a side note, it's interesting to know that rest, yes, is feminine energy, but digestion is also feminine energy. So we talk about a lot of times people can be eating and consuming the healthiest smoothies and the greenest salads when actually they may not even be absorbing it if they're never taking the time to take a few deep breaths and get into that parasympic state, which is feminine energy versus the opposite is, is action and going and is fight or flight. So they could not be absorbing any of the nutrients from the greenest smoothie and the greenest salad ever. And so digestion is feminine energy. We need to be okay with letting go a little bit. So we can spend that hour all in the morning. Usually that's best to set the tone for our day. Maybe it's in the middle of our day at the end. Maybe we split it up into two 30-minute segments, whatever it is. So whether that's journaling or stretching or yoga or making a cup of tea and writing out um, some mantras or or what you're grateful for, reading an uplifting book, whatever it is, something that allows intuition to be heard, something that allows intuition to a playground to come through. So some sort of quiet, reflective time, painting, doodling, again, journaling, listening to music, yoga, whatever, whatever that, a, a bubble bath, whatever that one hour can be, that will make sure that what we move forward with that day are ideas that are coming through, not just things that, oh, we think we should do or we know we need to get done. And then, and then the other thing I want to share is that once we are aware of receiving and being more open and working on being more open, whether we do that through mantras or just becoming aware of maybe how we may downplay compliments or offers of help or whatever it may be, that then it can shift into awareness is the first part is the very, very, very first step. But then it can shift into actually really enjoying it. And that's what I think is so interesting about receiving because it's feminine energy. So it's enjoying being in that feminine energy. And you may say, oh, well, Noelle, that may be easy for you to do because you're already into aesthetics and beauty and you're already physically a female and identify with a female. But again, it goes back to female or not, whatever gender or whatever your body looks like or whatever you do as a career, even if it's so to speak, doesn't have to deal with beauty and aesthetics. It's enjoying receiving. I enjoy now. I take great pleasure 
and receiving. It doesn't mean that I'm a greedy person, I'm that I'm looking for ways to receive. But when it comes my way, I am so appreciative and I so, so enjoy it. I let myself enjoy it. And again, people might say, oh, well, because you're a single female and so it's easy to offer help to a woman and somebody who's by herself. No, it's really more the fact that I've opened up and been aware that it requires to be open and that I don't know how and when it's going to come through and that the universe wants to send me help. Not necessarily somebody physically carrying my groceries. It can just be, you know, a better email campaign that I find is easier to use or a better way to book hotels, a, 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 a a website that's easier to use. It doesn't always have to be because I'm a female and somebody offers to carry something heavy for me, which of course I can carry it myself, but I don't push away that help now. I don't push away that receiving. But the enjoying comes from re-remembering that it's supposed to be easy, re-remembering that it's supposed to be joyful, re-remembering that it's supposed to be beautiful, re-remembering that it's supposed to be fun so that's what that is our natural state and that is what we are working to getting back to to re-remembering that it is supposed to be easy and fun whether you're male female so to speak young old whatever it is that it there is help all around we are just operating from such a space of wanting control wanting to know how it happens always going always doing not making time to receive that guidance follow through with it and then teaching and unlearning how to be more open and release the grip of control and release the grip of knowing when and how it's going to come through so it's a it requires a great trust in the unknown. It requires a great trust and faith in the unseen. But this is where a strong intuition will come. It will kind of, you'll be able to notice the breadcrumbs of what is going to, what is working to come your way, the support that's coming, the the abundance that's coming, the new opportunities that's coming, the the romance that's coming, the job offer, whatever it is. So but again, awareness is the is the very, very first key. And then the awareness of not labeling it as guilty or unproductive. And I want to end on the note that about the unproductive versus productive is that its direction is more important than productivity. So it matters more what we do in a day. It matters more the specific tasks that we do, that they are ones that we are guided and nudged to do versus how much we get done in a day. So if you are guided to do in a day to go sit in a hammock in the park, you are guided to go do that. Just if you are go guided to take a nap or make a sandwich, doesn't guidance isn't always going to say write this email or create this video or reach out and and help this person sometimes many times the guidance is going to be go to the park go for a walk go take a nap we need to stop thinking and labeling that as bad we need to stop thinking and labeling not doing things that equate to our job or our career as unproductive that we didn't write an email today that we didn't finish our spreadsheet whatever it is that we didn't edit our photos that that means that 
because we didn't work on editing our photos or finishing our spreadsheet, that means that we can't get a job opportunity or clients or a contract or, or money? No, because if you are guided to go sit in the park and go for a walk or read a book, that's because it's usually that's what you're guided to do. It's going to, it's wanting you to be a little bit more in receiving mode. So we need to unlearn that it matters how much we get done in a day versus direction. Direction is always more important than speed and how much we crossed off our to-do list. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I hope that this was inspiring, insightful, and uplifting. If you want more information, please check out my website, which is lifting-the-veil.com. Remember, if it doesn't have those dashes in between the words, it looks a little bit like lifting the evil, which is kind of what it is. And as always, let me know what topics you would like to see me address in the future. And if you can give this podcast as many stars as you can, that would as always be greatly appreciated. Thanks again. And I look forward to connecting with you soon.